And cool, we're in the house. Uh, thanks for coming, dog. No problem, man. No problem. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, so I know who you are. Will, will you tell everyone else who you are? And then kind of try to talk uh, into the, the capsule where it says the audio technique right there. Okay. There you go. I'm a comic Mike Wells or Mike WTF Wells or a piece of shit ex-husband or... <laughs> <laughs> We all are. Like, <laughs> we all are. Whatever. Introduce or me I have herpes. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> these are all these are all just facts, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he came with a lot of knowledge she's dropping on you tonight. Um, a late night session. You just came from a mic, huh? Mm-hmm. I yeah. stayed home tonight. I was, uh, it's being, I was just writing, you know, working on some of this shit. But um, it's good. You get out a lot. I know that. I see you working all the time. Uh, how long have you been co- doing comedy, Mike? God, almost four years. It's like in April will be four years. Yeah, almost four years. Holy shit. Holy shit. That makes me sound like uh, pathetic. That's what that makes me sound <laughs> Four years? Is a, it's, I mean, that's a long time, man. That's a, it's not as long as other people that you know and we know in the industry, but that's a good leg up. Um, and you're obviously working and stuff and you're doing it now. Uh, tell me how you got your start. Like, first of all, did you, you know, obviously what was your first experience as comedy as a kid with comedy as a kid? Because you obviously like saw it somewhere along the lines and then, and then to follow that up also tell me how you got the bug and then how you made it onto a stage uh, the first time. All right. So I got in the comedy, my cousin who I hate, and is dead to me and burned so many bridges. <laughs> I think you've met him. What's his name? Kenny Smith. No way. That's your cousin? Yeah. That is the fucking craziest thing. <laughs> you know why? Because when I was 18, I went to a show at Wiley's with my mom and my stepdad. And fucking Kenny Smith was headlining, bro. Mm-hmm. And he had these shirts that said, fuck you. you fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> dude, that motherfucker was so funny. And in my head, I was like, dude, I want to be like this guy one day. And I don't now, obviously, from the horror stories that I hear. But I, I heard he was actually really successful, right? He was successful. Very he was successful. really good. Yeah. And then um, that's what happens when you do drugs and alcohol. Yeah, dude, it does. For sure. Shit will take you down if you don't do it responsibly. But I got into it partially because, like, I was like, he, he did it. Started, I think he was, like, 20, moved down to Florida, started... I think working at Disney World and then doing comedy part-time and then eventually just started doing comedy full-time. And I was like, that is so cool. And I was like 12. Would you like smoke, man? I got yeah. a couple different kinds and I got some dabs here too. So he's your older screen. cousin. It's at the top. It's a little black button. Nope. Just kind of feel around for it. I think right there on this corner. Oh, shit. That's hidden. There you go. Yeah. This one's good too. This is called Sunday Driver. I think that's called Maui Wowie. Maui, Wowie. Yeah, it's definitely got a little bit of a pineapple-y, like a like a. It does. Yeah, it's like a tangy flavor. That's very delicious. That tastes like an ice cream. That should be illegal. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it tastes fucking good. Um, yeah. So uh, I was always around it. Like I was like, man, that's a cool job, you know. And um, I wanted to get into it. And then I did like an open mic, one open mic when I was, a couple open mics when I was like 18, long ass time ago, at Wiley's, twice. And I stopped going. Okay. That's it. So, so you actually, you've been doing it steady for four years. How old are you? I'm 34. So about 10 or 12 years, even before, uh, 15 years ago, you actually tried it, tried it and you, you knew it was something you were going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I liked it. 
And then I don't officially call that my start just because of the fact I was stepped away. Yeah. Well, I didn't even step away. I was just like, I want to try this, see what this is like. Yeah. And then did that. I probably wasn't even like, I don't even think I was even 18. I think I was like 20, 22. That's crazy. Um, um, and then uh, stopped. I mean, did a couple times. I was like, whatever. And then I saw Scotty Mays post a video on Facebook. <laughs> um, and I was like, and it was, and he's even in the video, he said he had a bad set. And then <laughs> it was a bad set. And I was like, I can fucking do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad, isn't it? <laughs> so I messaged him and I was like, hey, where's the next open mic? And he told me it was at the Hookah Bazaar. Holy shit. So I went to the Hookah Bazaar and I planned this. Like, I went over my material so fucking much like that day. Like, even like for like two or three days, I just went over my material, over my material, over my material like, constantly. And um, went to the Hookah Bazaar and I thought, you know, I had a good set. And then looking back at it, I'm like, this is, that was the biggest piece of shit. Like, anybody thinks that, like, if you get any laughs, it's like, I did amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But. Especially if you really have your heart set on it. There's certain, I was having this discussion with Dan Dean last night on my last episode. There's certain people who are like good at stuff the first time they try it. And there's some people who think they are. And then they have to actually work to get to that level. But it's like a, either way, you can still be a professional. Does that make sense? Like mm. you can totally get there on, on either side of the fence. So it's. It's kind of a cool thing. It's like, yeah, if you do get a laugh at all and you're a crazy person like me or you apparently because I didn't do very well my first time looking back, but I thought I did. Mm. <laughs> you know. Uh I can't remember. I mean, no, I don't remember any of the jokes. I honestly don't remember any of the jokes on like my, my first time, but I remember one time I I thought it was a laugh, but it probably was just like a wind in the background that I'm mistaken for a laugh. You know, I don't tell a lot of people this story because it basically it's Definitely frowned upon now. But when I was 18, I actually did stand up at a bar uh, in Fairborn, which is where I went to high school. It was Top Dog Saloon. And I did a bunch of stolen jokes that were not <laughs> mine. It, it was like material that I had bitten and then switched up a little bit. And the other comics knew. And I was like, so when's the next open mic? And they wouldn't even talk to me. They did not fuck with me. And uh, I also got to see a comic bomb that night. And I didn't know that's what I was seeing until now just now reflecting on it but he was like real depressed and on the bar and wanting more drinks and he was just in a bad spot for for having a bad set that night and it's it's kind of funny looking back on that but yeah that's cool we have a lot in common that weirdly your cousin influenced me too and then also we both tried it and then like 10 years later <laughs> decided to, to come back and yeah yeah it's been crazy ever since it's been absolutely crazy like uh when i started when I turned 30 and I was like, you know, I'm going to fucking give this my all. I gave it my all. Yeah. And I, just, I wanted to do the best. I wanted to be the best I could possibly be at it. Like I constantly write and all that shit. Like I wasn't going to take no for an answer. Like I wanted to be good at it. So. Yeah. You definitely are, bro. I think you're a great comic. Um, you know, obviously the work speaks for itself. You know, you're, you're being hired all the time to, to be a professional comedian. And that's, that's big ups to you, bro. Like that's fucking dope. You're at a, you're at a good place in your career. Like I said, I feel like, you know, I'm I'm definitely looking up to you from the, you know from here from my perspective. You're a couple years in the game uh, ahead of me, and uh, you know, it's really cool 
seeing other people get opportunities because then it just shows you like if you fucking work hard enough that shit's out there oh fucking yeah you have to fucking work hard i wish i could get up on stage more yeah Uh, it's all about you know working hard working your ass off constantly writing going to the mics driving like i think this last month i put like almost five thousand miles on my truck damn bro yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? Constantly the just driving. thousand miles on my fucking truck. No, but that's a very soothing sound. Yeah, would you like to dab? Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's like your biggest memory in comedy or something that really sticks out to you? <laughs> like good or bad? Like something oh, God. <laughs> that kept you in the game or even something that might have knocked you out but you kind of pulled through? Uh, biggest <laughs> memory. This is why I don't do dabs, but it happens. You sound like I know. Uh, Everyone, no, tell me, tell me. That's what this is for. I know. I'm an idiot. I sound like you have the coronavirus right oh, now. God, I probably do, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Um, biggest memory. One of my favorite memories was um, my first hosting weekend with Michael Malone and Rich Reagans. Malone was headlining, and a comic comes in. And side, comes in with edibles. <clears throat> Last show. And so I fucking do a part of an edible. And I think I ate the whole cookie, actually. <laughs> I don't know how many milligrams is in anything like that. But in the middle of my set, it hit me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and, like, I will, always, I will always remember this. How long were you doing? Ten, like, ten? I was fi- in 15. 15, you were doing a, uh, You were opening for Yeah, him. I was yeah. hosting. I was, I, was, I was supposed to do 15. I think I did 15. But all I remember in the middle of my set, I was just like, fuck, I'm super high right now. Like, oh, that's shit. what I said into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by weed jokes or no? no. I just, fuck, I'm super high right now. It hit me. And I hear Michael Malone. It hit me. Yeah. I hear Michael Malone and Rich Reagans in the back laughing their ass off. So I was like. Fuck. It was the last show, though, right? Yeah, it was the last show. I mean, you had to go up again, and you had to also finish that fucking set. But <laughs> I, it was I done. Don't remember at least. How much time I did, but I fucking remember it hit me hard. I'm not gonna lie. Um, this is gonna, nah, yeah, this is gonna. I'm not trying to take a dark tor- turn, but same guy, right? Um, see him. He's headlining Wiley's. And I eat an edible because me an edible eat an edible. And the only reason why I was on down in the Oregon district the night of the shooting because I got so fucking high, I made my fiance drive us home. Holy shit! Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, isn't it weird how there's like a weird like circle of life sometimes? Yeah, it's very. Oh, that's I'm attracted to stories like that, bro. Like I love hearing like not just spooky shit, but because that's not necessarily spooky, but it's like woo woo in a little bit. It's a little woo woo, but I live woo woo, bro. Like I'm always. Like on the fucking edge of, you know, wonder in we're, a way. We were going to go probably get, go to Lucky's or something, eat something after the show and all that stuff. But I was like, you got to drive home. I'm so fucking high right now. I can't. And then rest in peace, everybody. I mean, it was a very, tra- it was a horrible tragedy and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the only reason I wasn't down there for everything. It happened. But anyways, uh, more positive story. Uh, yeah. So back. Yeah. It hit me right in the middle of my set. And I was, I will always... That's the one thing I'll always remember my entire life. Like, I always remember that moment. It was just like... Fucking blew your mind. Were you like... Also, was it like a surreal moment? Like, oh shit, I'm doing stand-up. I'm opening for Rich Reagans. No, I'm it was also, Malone. It was Malone. Oh, Malone. Yeah. But it's also like, I'm lit as fuck. 
too. <laughs> it's like a bunch of thoughts at once yeah, instead of jokes. It's like fuck, fuck. All right, well. <laughs> oh shit. God. Uh, that must have been embarrassing, but it's cool that you're. It's cool that you're like you talk the way you talk about it now. You can tell it obviously like it helped you in some way. It did. Yeah. I did. I get high every now and then before going up on stage. I won't eat an edible before going up on stage. I'm about, I'll smoke a little bit, but I like to have a drink or two and then have a little smoke, and that's my that's me being mellow. And then everybody tells me like, "Dude, you had a good set tonight," and I'm like, "I don't know why." <laughs> I like to shoot up. Yeah, yeah. Just do a little heroin. <laughs> Speaking of heroin, um, you know, this is the fucking heroin capital of the of the of America still, right? Yeah, I don't know. Is it the overdose cap? I don't know it's what a, statistic a, it falls in. It was the overdose capital for heroin in a really long time, which is... This is that's terrible, bro. We come from a really fucking a weird place where drug activity is rampant. So I feel like talking about things like marijuana prohibition <laughs> this is, like, is, is, is this is the right place, bro. This is the fucking ground zero for drug abuse. Pretty much. You know, so like why not start with something light like weed? Yeah. Not saying go to heroin eventually. I don't know. Where, I don't I, even think weed's a gateway drug. People view you as a gateway drug. I think fucking a alcohol gateway and drug. Cigarettes. I, yeah, that's. I think alcohol is more of a gateway drug too. Me too. Even cigarettes, bro. Whenever I like, because I used to smoke for years and then I quit. But whenever I do smoke and drink, I'm even more susceptible to want to just keep partying and shit. It's like. When you do multiple substances at once, and then it just gets you fucking gets you riled up, bro. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, you got a bunch of eighteen year old girls with ecstasy, and they're like, "Come party on our, on our bus." Well, that's I mean, whatever. For me, it's more like uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's more like I got a bunch of like I don't like my dick in my hand. And fucking- <laughs> Jerking off to eighteen-year-old girls. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm gonna build an Amish barn later mm-hmm. tomorrow. I can't stay out late. I get when I get high. I just relax. Although I love fucking when I'm high. Yeah. I love. There's nothing. Whenever I love having sex when I'm high because of the fact that like I can feel every crevice of my. I make my dicks like I feel every crevice of my dick going in. Yes, and out. it's very sensual. It, it's like I uh, and it sound it may it sounds like <laughs> it feels like it's probably forever, but it's probably like thirty seconds. Right, <laughs> but I fucking love having sex when I'm high. I'm on board with that. I actually just had I sex for it. I had sex recently with with a girl who who doesn't normally get high, but. She did just to kind of. She had tried it a couple of times already before. It sounded like I, I like influenced her, but she did like vape with me, mm-hmm. and then we were both just high, and it was a vibe, bro, and it was different. And she was into it, and I was into it, and so I can I can relate to that because, yeah, that does happen sometimes. It makes you more into the moment in a lot of different ways. It's not just sex, too, you know. Well, yeah. Well, last time I, I did it having sex when I was high I was like there was a moment I was like I think I'm gonna have a heart attack but I'm cool <laughs> this feels so fucking good I'm gonna make it for this <laughs> yeah I'm like if I'd high right now at least I'll come <laughs> <laughs> so like this would be the last and thing that's I do that's fine with me auto erotic asphyxiation <laughs> like, without a belt you're choking yourself <laughs> like you come to and you're like oh god what did I do <laughs> Why is she dead? Why is she dead in my hands? Right yeah, I'm right my throat. Wait a second. A That's murder, just a beanbag. Murder-suicide, but you only strength, You only passed yourself out. <laughs> you killed her. I'm getting too close. You killed her, but you only passed yourself <laughs> out. You're just like, it's oh, supposed shit. supposed to be murder-suicide. <laughs> I'm, I'm horrible. I'm bad at everything. 
Oh god! Oh god! That's One of the first jokes I ever written, I ever wrote, and this was when I was like fourteen, thirteen. This is gonna sound really fucked up. Um, all right, you need a you need a friend. Uh, you need a cap gun, and just call some random number. And when they pick up, and they go, he goes, "This is suicide hotline." <laughs> and they go, we "No." We should do that right <laughs> fucking now. When they go, "No," I'd be, "God damn it, I can't do anything right." Shoot the cap gun off, drop the phone, and have your friend come and be like, Daddy? <laughs> I can already see where, where, where your sick mind was going with this. I was like 13 or 14 when I wrote love this. That. Yo, dude, I love this. This is that, That's a good skit in general. That would be a good Instagram skit. We could do that together. <laughs> that also probably get you arrested. No, not if you do it on Insta yeah. and you don't really call <laughs> you know, the suicide hotline. You just call your friend or like your girlfriend and we have them do it like a, you know, and make it a real skit. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. That's something where you would want to watch that over and over and be like, you know what I mean? Like, what the f- like, trying Just trying to figure out what you were thinking, you know what I mean? I was. Do you remember uh, Instagram used to be able to, used to be able to, like, take a video and then take your thumb off and then, like, an hour later or even 30 seconds later once you, like, changed your outfit or did whatever, you could just make another clip and then no. make another clip? Used to be able to do that and now it has to, like, record continuously. No, I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't get big in the Instagram pods like a year ago. Like really big in the Instagram. Yeah. And even though I didn't know what the fuck I was doing on it. Do you so. know those like, it was popping for a while where people would make like small videos and it would just be them jumping back and forth. Like basically it looked like they were talking to themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. It's kind of yeah. like that. Like you could pause the video and let up, pause the video and let up. Mm-hmm. It's, but now you have to like make different segments each time and post different ones. And so it's kind of sucks. It doesn't let you string them all together like it used to. Gotcha. Be much more creative with the editing and stuff back then. The fucking thing blows my mind about Instagram is like you follow some person and then they, like you follow like a hot chick and then they all post like, oh, my OnlyFans. Like, have you seen that shit on Instagram? Uh-huh. Like, it's literally like they ha- there's like this website. It's like where they can post all their nudes and what? you have to pay. For like, so you don't know about this? No, bro. I'm not into the fucking dark web like that. This is not the dark <laughs> web. Like, maybe you sound like I fucking buy children that make iPhones. Yeah. Why don't you sell me some fucking rifles, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. um, no. iPhone factory in your basement. I need an iPad this year. You shut your fucking up. <laughs> That's how I get all my gifts for everybody. <laughs> on the black, on the dark web. <laughs> um, but no, there's like on Instagram, you follow like somebody, you know, you follow somebody's page or whatever. And then they're like, like on their page, like, like I like follow tattoos type thing. So if I see like cool tattoo, like, I'll be like okay, I'll follow this person, blah, 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 I'll tat it up or whatever. And um, then they're like, oh, like go to my OnlyFans. It's like OnlyFans.com or somewhere. They sell like nudes all the time. I'm like, what? That's the, the name of it. So models are selling nudes now. Yeah. All of them, not just some of them. Some of them. Well, I mean, I'm going to say all of them. And then like, they're like, oh, go to this page, go to this page, follow this person, follow this person. I'm like, that person isn't even good looking. Like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, but they work for my agent. It, like, I'm like, <laughs> what are the same management? So I need you to follow them. <laughs> like, I'm just like sitting there, I'm like, fuck, like, goddamn, like, I can't sell pictures of my balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can try. Here's my balls on a table. Yeah. Here's my balls on my leg. <laughs> right. I don't know. That's hilarious. Instagram cracks me up. I mean, it's Instagram's for social media wise is cool. I'm just like, fuck. I need some Insta love. You guys follow me and follow Mike too. Mike, what the fuck wells. And also follow me, Johnny Woods Comedy. Um, Sometimes I don't know which one I like to post to. I feel like I get more love if I post to Facebook first. Um, 
I get the most views on Snapchat, but I also get a lot of views on my instant Facebook stories. I've never tried Snapchat. Like, I mean, I have a Snapchat for personal, but I use it for business. I don't talk to anybody except for the people I actually know. And I just let everybody watch me. That's so weird. Yeah, it is. Snapchat's like, I let them in my life. Like for real. That's creepy. I mean, I let people out of my basement, but (laughs) that's out of my life. (laughs) You can leave now. What's the one the chick's name? Elizabeth Smart. You can go. Elizabeth wasn't so smart. No, she wasn't. No, okay. she got in that. I'm band. getting canceled for that. It's okay. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a weird time to be alive, isn't it? As far as fucking the media and uh, saying things that you're gonna regret down the road. All I have to do is put up my uh, fucking pull up my Twitter. Yeah, that's I what said, I was I mean, thinking. I, like, I, you know, honestly, I will never delete anything. The reason why I'll never delete anything. Um, is because of the fact that people change. Yeah. And I like to leave it on there as proof that, like, yeah, like, I used to be this, like, maybe I did say that or whatever. People change. Like, you're, you can't say you're not allowed to change. Like, people can change their minds on things. Yeah. Like, um, I have a, for example, I have a mass shooting joke that I did for like it took me three years to finally get it down the way i wanted it and i finally got it i thought it was good and it is good it is a good joke in my opinion everybody thinks it is a good joke um and but a week after like i recorded the video i have it on my youtube it's got i think like a thousand views which isn't that much but i think it's got like <laughs> six seven thousand views on facebook but um, a week later, the shooting happened, and it's literally, you know, I recorded it at Wiley's in Dayton, um, and I haven't done the joke since because of the shooting and everything like that, but I leave it up there because I, I leave it up there knowing I've somewhere down the road, I'm going to get attacked for it, Yeah, I think, Yeah. Um, but I'd be like, listen, like, that clearly happened before the shooting. <coughs> yeah. I don't do the joke anymore. <coughs> yeah. People change. <coughs> I, uh, that's, my, that's my proof to be like, hey, like, shit happens. There's stuff that affects people's lives that you're like, oh, okay, like. I have a joke about the shooting, and I think you're familiar with it. But it's deeper than the shooting. <coughs> my joke isn't making fun of the shooting. What I'm doing is we had a bunch of stuff that happened in Dayton last year. Mm-hmm. And we <coughs> we definitely needed a new slogan. There was a couple things that definitely came through here, mm-hmm. including that KKK rally, the tornadoes, and that shooting. But what I'm saying is we've already had deeper problems. Like yeah. My father was killed from heroin overdose fucking how many years ago? 13 years ago. He died from a heroin overdose. So like, And people are still doing it every day. So we already had a bunch of shit wrong here before all that shit. We already needed fucking Dayton Strong a long time ago. So what I tell people is like, eat my ass. I'm going to fucking write what I want to write. Like, I'm going to be creative. And if people don't want to book me because of it, that sucks. I, I I have been told not to not to even not to tell that joke too. Oh really? Yeah. Well, not really, but no one because I don't think the person who books that room knows that joke, nor have they heard it. But I haven't. I'm about to do that room this weekend, and I haven't done it in a while. But they were asking to not talk about it the last couple of of shows. So gotcha. 
So I don't know if they're going to say it because it's a great part of my set, bro. It's, yeah, <coughs> it, has, it has nothing to do with the shooting in a way. It is. Because it, it, I'm trying to make a point. Really. Yeah. And if I do the joke about my dad at the end of my set, it's like a really good callback. So that's what sucks for me is basically I could do that five this weekend and crush and I have a bunch of my family coming and stuff. And then I could possibly not ever get booked there again. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like. It hurts, but I would explain to the booker theirself that, hey, it's basically a joke, not really poking fun of that, but it's something that's more deep-rooted well, my, for me. My thing is, like, you can make anything can be a joke. My thing is, you can joke about anything. You have to make it funny. Mm-hmm. And, like, as soon as, like, fucking for, like, last week, Kobe died. And as soon as fucking Kobe oh, died, God, dude, people were making bad. fun of it. And I'm, like, sitting there, I'm, like, all right, first off, like, I get, like, first off, fucking try. Like there were some of the memes though. <laughs> it's like, like memes aren't even it's it's jokes, but they're not. But like my thing was like some people were doing such bad Kobe jokes that like uh, there's two good ones. It was literally Tony Henchcliffe said Kobe passing, say it ain't so, and I was like that's genius because he can be talking about him yeah, dying exactly. or him actually passing. You don't know what he's talking about, right? And the other one was very clever. Yeah, the other one was um, to honor. Kobe Bryant and the Knicks in the next 32 games are going to go 8-24. and 24. <laughs> And I was just like, that's so good. Yeah. Can I, it's not, but then there's so many bad fucking Kobe jokes. I'm like. People are trying to do it just to be relevant and be in the, in the yeah, conversation. But they were so bad. That's, yeah, they were. I was, uh, to be honest, I was trying to think of one. Like, as soon as I heard it happen, I was trying to think of one. And then I started reading the stories, and I was like, oh, it was more than just, like, him in a helicopter. It was, like, a whole, a whole lot of people, and it affected it a lot of lives, and there was kids involved. So I felt weird, and then I was on my way to a show when it happened, and when we got there, the booker was like, hey, uh, don't say any Kobe jokes tonight unless they're real fucking good. So I was like, I'm not going to say any. I was like, I'm just going to forget this topic altogether, and then the, the internet was going crazy. Like, I just, like you can't, like... I don't care what people joke about. Like, I've never cared about that. You got to make it good. And you got to wait more than 30 seconds after fucking happens. <laughs> I know, because that's the first thing I saw on Facebook, bro. <laughs> fucking shit joke after shit joke. Oh, man. Some of the memes, though, that came out a couple of days later, bro, were fucked up. Um, I mean, it's like you don't want to laugh, but amongst friends, a lot, I think most people do. Like the one with the NBA jams. I didn't see any of them. It's, you know, you do remember NBA jams. Yeah. The ball would be on fire. Oh, my God. It was like a helicopter. That's fucked up, bro. The internet is undefeated. That's like my new favorite thing to say. Because no matter what, bro, like, it there's some shit on there that you're just not going to be ready for. No, you're it, not. It's fucked up, dude. Like, there's some fucked up meme page there, pages that I'm just like... There's people with way more wild minds that are staying up late nights to do this shit. Yeah. Well, they just wait for it. They, they just fucking wait. Dude, they wait. They watch the news, and then there's probably like a fucking whole little clan of dudes in a bat cave somewhere just making memes. And they come to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, I got some fucked up memes on my... Phone, but those memes are f- jokes about something years and years ago. Then again, I don't know. I just thought the Kobe thing was like, and like the thing was like, it, it wasn't offensive. It was more like be professional type. Does that make sense? Like, exactly in the like, moment, at least. 
Like wait three or four months before you do the shooting well, joke. <laughs> I still won't do that <laughs> joke. I tried it one time at the most offensive show and it didn't work. And that's why I was like, this is the most offensive show. This is the most offensive joke I have. I'm going to do it. I opened with some balls deep in this 14 year old boy, right? <laughs> oh, God. And they fucking lost their mind. They fucking loved it. And then I did the, the shooting joke and they're just like, you know, I was like, it's, it's still not time. And I'll probably, I'll probably honestly never tell it again because it's kind of like, okay, like, I love that joke too because I finally got it to where I needed it to be. Yeah. And just, I don't know. I might bring it back. Yeah. I find that when I bring back old bits sometimes that I didn't, maybe I wasn't a good enough writer or really attached to the idea at the time or whatever. And then I'll come back to it like a couple months later or maybe like a, a really old bit or a premise and, you know, we get better every day, so yeah, okay. you might you know you might just find something a little gem or reword something slightly in there and just fucking crush it. Well, like the weird thing is, fucking this happened to me the other day, fucking um, like I go on my Facebook memories because like all last year before I started my Facebook page, what happened was I wrote a joke or two a day and posted on my Facebook. Like you know, it just gives me something to do. Like I I want this idea that like I was like okay, if I write. It, if I write a joke a day, like my goal was, like I wrote every day, right? But my goal was to post a joke a day to keep me writing every single fucking day. And so I looked at my Facebook well, like last year's, and I was like, fuck. I didn't ever know. I didn't even remember writing that joke. And I was like, this might actually be a good fucking joke. And joke's literally like, I post on Facebook, again, on my my Facebook page, like my actual like comedy page, and I got like a ton of shares and all that shit. The most, it's the dumbest fucking thing. It was like, I was at a guitar store, and a guy stole a's purse, so I took a guitar and hit him with it. The lady got her purse back, and that's the first time I played Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this might actually fucking work. Yeah. So that's not bad. No. I do that a lot too. I find myself just like posting shit to try it out on Facebook and then just going about my day and then forget that I, I don't even try it at the mic or I do that all the time. I've done it. I did it at the mic last No, did I do it last night? No, I did it at the first mic today because like fucking stage doors, like the hell hole when it comes, like you get them to laugh at all. You're like, okay, that might be good. That might be good. All right, I got a little chuckle. That might be good. And, um, I actually laughed at it. I was like, fuck, this This is actually might be a good joke. Holy fuck. Yeah. That was the dumbest fucking thing ever, but it might be good. It still might be bad. I don't know. I'll find out in like oh, a couple days. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, grind it out in a couple different places. And that's a good thing about living here in Dayton, man. As a, com- as a comic, it's a decent place to start off. Um, maybe there's not a lot of work here as far as steady work because there's only a couple clubs in town. And there's a there's a decent alt scene. But it's not as much work as, say, Atlanta or New York or somewhere like that. But this is a good place because there is a lot of consecutive open mics. Mm-hmm. And there's enough people working in enough clubs to where, you know, you can get your feet wet. And you can get, if you're good and if you grind it out, you know, you can get discovered and kind of, you know, make your way to some of these other places that these clubs and these bookers are connected to. Because there's a chain of... It's a small, small group of people. Comics, no, yeah. You know what I mean? And there's a, there's a, there's a network. So do well, you know, people see it, you can network and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So it's all about the grind, the grind fucking stay out re- there. Fucking ridiculous sometimes though. Yeah. You got to stay out there on it, man. Get after that shit. 
So, um, shit, man, we talked about how you became a comedian. We've talked about, um, you know, writing and uh, fucking the internet. We've had a pretty interesting conversation here, just kind of letting this free flow. But I do want to ask, we're... We're getting we're getting deep into it. Actually, I thought it would be like fifteen or twenty minutes. It's been over thirty minutes. It's pretty dope. Uh, these this is definitely <clears throat> becoming easier. I think, like just ca- talking to people and shit, and just like instead of trying to be scripted about it. Like my first couple episodes, like had a bunch of questions in my phone, and I was like reading. I feel like just like I was also considering a friend of mine suggested this, but I was also considering getting like a fishbowl. Oh, that's a good idea. You like that? And yeah. then, like, if you if I would have done that with you tonight, you would have fucked with that? It would have been funny, though, if you pulled it out and it was, like, a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> it was even like, what am I supposed to do? Dick pic or question, <laughs> and then, yeah, you have to guess. Is this a dick pic or a question? <laughs> and then I have to <laughs> Damn it. But that's it's, like, funny. Grimace's dick from McDonald's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I posted on, I should have did this yesterday or, like, gave people more time. But I also posted on Facebook to see if anybody would ask you a question. Let's see if anybody said anything. Probably not. That's okay. Well, there w- it's only been an hour, so follow me on Facebook and ask Mike some questions. <laughs> follow Mike on Facebook. You know, get in his DMs and see what he's up to, guys. Um, so I know that you smoke marijuana because you smoked some here with me tonight, um, at least some version of it. What was the first time you ever smoked? Um, like, Give me the idea of where you were, how it took place, how old you were, and then kind of how you felt. From there. Uh, I think I was 16. Okay. Um, 16, I uh, went over to, I was when I worked at Marion's Pizza. Uh, we went over to my friend's house. Uh, he was older. He, he uh, fondled our balls. No, I'm not. I wanted to be. I'm just joking. I'm just fucking. Um, he's high, guys. He's telling us all the juice right now. No, uh, he nothing like that happened. We just went over there, and he smoked, and I was laughing. I was like, yeah, let's have a little bit. And I did. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, What'd you guys have? Like a bong, a joint? Just uh, there was a joint. Was it a joint or a bowl? I'm curious. It was a bowl. A bowl? Yeah. Like a glass bowl or a metal bowl? It was glass. Yeah. Yes. So like, you had to ask him, how do you hit this? Because it had a little carb on it. Take me yeah. back. <laughs> Take me back. Take me Take back, back there. You were 16. You were in someone's garage, or you were in his living room? No. Uh, it was yeah. It was actually in the living room, and um, it was me and a couple other people. I don't want to say their names or anything like That's that. That's okay. Um, me and a couple other people, like four other people, and then I just passed and did it, and drove home, and I drove them home. But the best part was so driving home, driving on North Fairfield Road in Beaver Creek, and all of a sudden, the red light it goes from green to red. So I stopped, right. And then my friend was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, what do you mean what I'm doing? He's like, the, the light's like half a mile down that <laughs> way. I was like, oh, yeah. You just stop right fucking now. In the middle of the road. Oh, shit. That was my first time. And then I, I really don't smoke. Like, going up to that point, I didn't think I really started smoking again. Like, one, well, no, I take that back. I was like a 27. What the fuck? I was 27 people, like, I would smoke now, only, like, once at a Christmas party. Yeah, once at a Christmas party. And after that, once I started doing comedy, I smoke every now and then just because you're around it all the time. Yeah, a lot of comedy. I didn't start doing edibles until, like, two years ago. Right. 
So until my first night hosting, <laughs> and I was like, I'm high as fuck. This is fucking awesome. Like this would be good if I was home alone yeah. or just even just with other people that cared about me or whatever. Oh, no, <laughs> if I'm hot, fuck. That's how I relax. Yeah. Dude, if I can't, if I'm having a hard time sleeping, I will eat some inedible and just fucking. I love them too, bro, for nighttime. Like, that's, that's the best. Or even if I get hurt or, like, if I get injured at the gym or something or if I'm, if anything happens, bro, a couple edibles for a couple of days in a row in the evening time, put your ass down, heal you up. I love them, bro. But they have so many benefits. Yeah, so they many really do. benefits. What do you think about the the medical benefits? And do you know anyone who's been affected by CBD or even THC? Personally, no. I don't know. I mean, from my experience, like, it helps with my anxiety. Like, yeah. I, it, like I, <laughs> this is funny. So I went to a therapist, and I explained what was going on. She's like, this is like when I was like 32. She's like, yeah, that's anxiety. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, I just thought I was trying to outthink everybody on everything. Yeah. She's like, no, that's anxiety, Mike. And I was like, mm, Okay. Yeah, I I am the same way. I um I enjoy the the plant because I am overthinking everything, and I feel like when I smoke the weed, it gives me a second to calm down and give my give my thoughts out like regular people and kind of like vibe. Yeah, no, it's not even about getting my. It just it makes me go, huh? My mind turned off for a second. I I enjoy it. Like like I if anybody. If anybody knows me, like I'm always thinking about shit constantly. Yeah. Fiance is like, what the fuck? Can you stop writing and thinking about it? It's like, no, fuck you, bitch. Internal dialogue is a motherfucker yeah. sometimes, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, but it helps me. And I still write when I'm high, but I'm not like, like. You got to so. have a relationship with it, though. It's like seeing two computer screens on at once. And you got to like, you know. You gotta decide which one's gonna be on and which one's gonna be off, or if they're gonna both be on, bro. You gotta, you gotta find that balance, man. That's that's a tough thing for me too. Uh, is like, how do how do you find your balance in home life and working? And are are you are everything? You, yeah, and everything. Like, where, um, where does where does comedy lie on your list of priorities? It's pretty fucking high. Obviously. It is number well, number two. Number Beyonce two, definitely first, and then right. comedy. Um. But yeah, uh, it's it's up there. Like priority one, well, fiance, comedy. Then I would say the gym in the morning. But I eat like shit. I go to the gym every morning, but I still eat like shit. Like after this, I'm probably gonna get some Wendy's. Um, but I go to the gym for like hour, hour and a half every single day, five days a week. Um, but yeah, just kind of prioritize. Like I used to work full time at my job and do basically comedy kind of. A lot, like it's not you can't you don't clock hours, but it's like fuck if you're like going to shows all the time and hitting open mics, it's like that's like forty hours of driving a week. Easy, easy, yeah. And so now I'm finally like part time my job and getting paid part time to do comedy type thing. So that's nice. Um, but yeah, every morning like I have this strict schedule every single morning when I wake up Monday through Friday. Wake up, first thing I do. It depends on when I have to be at work. But if I be at work early, if we work at nine, I'll wake up at probably seven, six thirty-seven. Go to the gym, get ready. You know, go to work beforehand. At least get two jokes written, even if they're good or bad. Doesn't matter. I got something written mm-hmm. to kind of go off of. <clears throat> go to work while at work for downtime. Still writing. Still thinking about stuff. Um. Then when I get off work, 
uh, usually if it's like a show at the show or like an open mic type thing, get home right for at least an hour, hour and a half, go to bed, start it all over again. That's yeah. that. I mean, that's, that's my daily routine. Every grind. Single, yeah. yeah. Every single day. And now that it's, that's how it was when I was doing full time at my job and comedy now it's more like okay i can ease off a little bit mm-hmm. in the sense of like i have more time at home to write rather than being like like straight up like that must be nice bro straight up yeah i feel that straight i'm up. lucky my fiance has a good paying job like hey, i get I need a sugar mama ladies if you're listening <laughs> i could technically still do comedy and work because i saved up for it i could do both but yeah i'm lucky enough to where like we don't really have to that's good, bro. Worry about it. Yeah, no, I feel it, man. And that's good, man. I want to get to that level for sure. Um, I, it, everybody's different, man, and we all, it doesn't matter what rock you landed on, you know, we can all, we all have opportunities here, you know, in Dayton and in, in America, period, and in, in the comedy world. Like, if you're good and you work your hardest and you fucking write all the time, people are going to notice. Mm-hmm. But it is like, 80 hours when you're working regular job and you're doing comedy, bro. And like you get you, paid like 10% of the time. Oh yeah. You can barely get paid, <laughs> yeah. but you get to do shit all the time. Yeah. You do. I constantly am doing something. I very rarely find myself having days off. Like when I have my kids, like we'll do stuff too. But other than that, it's like chill mode and it's like, you know, family time and shit. And other than that, bro, without days that I have them, I'm just fucking always in the car or in a, in a room doing a mic in the gym with friends trying to find an experience or find something to write about or find a new idea out there somewhere, bro. It's like it's a soul searching, you know, <laughs> soul searching. That soul sounds searching. like a 1970s TV show. Soul searching. Yeah. There's a really good song called soul searching by this guy named Bozzy. He's from Michigan. He's like a, like an R and B kind of like pop singer. Pretty dope kid actually. What does R and B stand for? Rhythm and blues. Why did I not even think about that? Like, I knew that. Why did I just ask that? I'm fucking high. That's like the original kind of kind of music too. It's like blues music. I'm pretty blues sure. Fucking didn't fucking. My fucking Elvis Presley ripped off the blues so he bad. Did. Yeah, he did. Well, he also made it possible for kids like Eminem or this like this Bozzy kid or the MGKs and the Yellow Wolves of our day to to be still in the in the mainstream. Did you see Eminem's new not the record itself, his new album which I think is eh. It's like I feel like his new album is supposed is like a combination of all his albums. It was interesting. I have not got to really dig into it and find out what I liked from it. But so. you see the video for the one where, where I have the, not. with the Vegas shooter? I have not. It's yeah. Like I'm is watching, it scary? Well, I'm watching it. I'm like, huh, I think he's about to do like the Vegas shooter type thing. Like, and he talks about like, it's just like how it, like how it's like set up and everything in the music video. I'm like shit, this is exactly like the Vegas shooter. And then sure shit, that's what it ends up being. And you're like, huh. Oh, what, what the I? fuck? Yeah. He wrote it like in the perspective of the killer or yeah. what? Oh my God. Eminem is like, the, he's a fucking madman. But bro. like, it's almost like he's disguising it as like, he's talking about, about doing this at a concert, like his own concert. Uh-huh. Like, oh, he's about to kill like the mic at the concert type thing. Like, yeah. he's just nervous as shit. But you think, oh, is he talking about his like own nervousness, his anxiety? What is he talking about? What? That the ends up being fuck? like. 
Dude, I gotta listen to it. He's like a fucking comedian. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, like the, he's like an expert. Well, you gotta turn. watch the video too, because the video you're like, I can't remember. Hold on, let me let me Google this shit. He's definitely a creative genius, bro. Oh, he's a fucking. I think he's on the spectrum somewhere, personally, because the the right like he writes and the understand words the way he understands words. I'm like, yeah. that's fucking, fucking insane. Yeah. He's a fucking madman. And also, I think I'm on the spectrum too, but that's besides the point. Right. Now, I heard the one with him and the. Uh, who the fuck is in it? Hold on. I think it's called Darkness. Let's see here. Music to be murdered by. I think it's got Adam Levine. Hold on. Maybe not. Oh, you might get me pulled from YouTube. Yeah, this is it. It's called Darkness. I'm going to check it out. I want to tell you the one that I heard earlier. It's my favorite one. He mentions Dayton in it. He mentions all the cities in Ohio. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Cincinnati, met- Columbus. Yeah, yeah, Dayton. He's metaphorically, he's like, I'd be dating her if I was in Cincinnati. Yeah. I remember her that. I was like, God damn, that's fucking genius. Like, you piece of shit. I fucking love it. Dude, Drake not- mentioned Dayton and shit and since he, like last year in his new album, too. Did he? I'm not really big into rap. I'm big into, I listen to lyrics, I guess. Like Yeah. That's yeah, how I've always been about it? lyrics. Like I'll listen to one of my favorite things ever. My my three my, well, my favorite lines is uh is uh Jay Z, the only uh Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace, the Santa Maria. I can't fucking remember how it goes after that. But I was like, fuck. He's talking about Christopher Columbus, but he's not talking about Christopher Columbus. He's talking about Biggie. What what what's the is it Eminem song? No, it's Jay Z. How's it go again? And the only well, the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. That's dope. That's a really dope line. Yeah, because like, and then he's talking about the Santa Maria and all that shit. And I'm like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I fuck with lyricism. Heavy. And then um, my other one is uh, it's Kendrick Lamar. It's uh, somebody something natural like <laughs> with some ass with some stretch marks. I fucking love that just because I'm like, that's fucking so good. I just love that line. I can love that line. That's dope as fuck. I'm a huge hip hop fan too. Um, so I don't want to stray too far off topic here, but how do you feel about weed overall? Do you think it should be legalized or? Oh, absolutely. Do you think oh, like in general, like in general, or for people for medical use, or should in general? It, okay. Do you think it's more of a vice or a hobby, and should we treat it like like alcohol and cigarettes, or is it something that like? I think people look at it like craft beer. Okay. Does that make any sense? Like so many different flavors, like so many different. I got you. I say flavors or whatever. I don't know how you want to put it. No, that's a good way to put it. It's like craft beer. Um, I mean, the whole wasn't the whole reason why one reason why they. Uh, made it illegal was because because of the fact that they realized hemp they wanted to make paper i think they wanted to make paper cotton gins yeah yeah and then hemp was going to kind of take over it's easier to make and you can make it easier and that stuff and like uh i think they decided they whoever was running the paper thing at the time so it was william randolph hirsch and uh okay so you know what i'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah yeah basically it was for people who don't know william randolph hirsch is the person who owned a uh, he owned the newspaper company, and the materials they used were made out of cotton, <clears throat> and they had just made this new thing called a decorticator, which 
would make you, you could break down cotton like 10 times faster. And then all of a sudden hemp came and they were like, fuck this. And so they made it illegal and they started saying the buds that grew along with it uh, were smoked by blacks and Mexicans and they would rape and kill your women. And I don't like talking like that, but you know what I mean? Like, that's what they did. That's though. what the fuck they did. They literally put those stories in the newspaper and it scared people and it passed down for generations. And, and even now they do it, bro. Like my, my aunt the other day, she was like, uh, Johnny, are you still smoking weed, honey? And I was like, yeah, well, sometimes. And she's like, I heard on the news that they're putting fentanyl in the weed, so you should be careful. And I'm like, you know, I hope they're fucking not, right? It's like you, you, you hear these horror stories, and most of the time I'm good. I've been good up until now, <laughs> you know, but there's always like some sort of negative stigma that's been associated with it for a long, long time. Always is. I Well, and the thing is, I think that's kind of to the point where people are like, like personally, I rather get high than drunk. I Me rather smoke weed because, like, I don't fucking have a hangover in the morning. You wake up and you're yourself again. Exactly. You can definitely go out of space sometimes if you get too high on these dabs or edibles. You can be pretty, pretty blazed and be fucked up. But it's not a, it's never a bad place for me. Like I've never had a a really bad trip on weed. I've had so much edibles where I was like, it's time for bed. Let's eat everything in the house first. I've never had a. I'm, I'm never really. The one time I've. It's never been a bad trip. It's just like everything lasts longer. The most I've ever taken was 200. Jesus Christ. I was fucking lit. And I was drinking whiskey all night, too. Well, you're just fucking <laughs> stupid. That's, that's, that's stupid. Well, my friend and I split a four. We, we, okay, we, she had a 400. Um, and then, which I think I think it was from, it doesn't matter where it was from. <clears throat> but she brought it back from somewhere else. And it was a strong one, bro. Like from a different different state and uh we ate a hundred each and then we cut it into four and then we ate a hundred each and then like a couple hours later i was like i'm not really feeling nothing <laughs> it's like he took more i was like let's go ahead and eat this other piece and let's do a couple more shots i probably did like 10 shots of jameson ate a 200 i had to fucking uber from uh what's the place next door to lucky's the trolley stop i had to uber back here because oh. that's how fucked up i was like there was no getting back home, bro. I had to leave my car downtown. Oh, is that the yeah, like two weeks ago? Yeah, I I, wait, I ran in? into you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah that's yeah. I remember. I was that. fucking gone, bro. Straight up, dude. Like I was floating on the highway and shit. Like felt like I was in a spaceship, like just cruising. But yeah, if you drink so much alcohol, like you get the spins. I don't want the fucking spins. Exactly. Yeah. I don't get. You get whiskey dick. You don't get. Weed, weed dick is like feels good. Whiskey dick feels like you're punching Play-Doh. Exactly. Dude, I know. Sometimes it's good, though. If you just have a couple of drinks, you know, and then, you, you know, you have sex later in the night, I feel like generally it works out. But if you're fucking pounding shots, bro, and Red Bulls and shit, your body's all confused. It doesn't know what to do. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, dude, I got a story. So, <laughs> oh, my God. So, um. Fuck. I hooked up with this chick. I got somebody. I, I don't even know how we knew each other. I think we followed each other on Instagram or something like that. It was a long ass time ago. And I was at a bar in Beaver Creek, King's Table. Um, so all of a sudden, randomly, like, I just hook up, like, this chick. I was like, me and her start talking. And, like, we're not even doing anything. And then I, I was, she was like, you just want to fuck? And I was like, sure. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, I literally live right down the street. 
so I was like, oh, okay. So I follow her down the street, you know, and I'm hooking up with her and all that stuff. I wake up and I was completely wasted. I wake up the next morning. I kind of don't remember a lot. And then I go and I see her next to me. I was like, okay. I go into the living room and then I see her out there too. I was like, what the fuck? She was a twin. She right? was a twin. Oh, I shit. was like, holy shit. Which one did you fuck? <laughs> I mean, I fucked the one in the bed. But I was like, what the fuck? This is insane. That's funny as hell. And I just... I completely forgot about that until just now. I don't. Oh, I have. I was gonna say I have been with. I almost said I've never been with a twin, but I actually have. Yeah, that's funny. I um, I don't know the other one, but I'd only seen pictures. Um, up until, well, whatever. I've still only seen pictures of the friend of the twin, but one night I met my friend who's a twin at a bar, and I thought she was her sister. So it was weird because like they dress differently, mm-hmm. but they happened. She was like wearing similar attire that her sister would normally That's wear. That's so weird. And I still don't know who it was, but I don't know her sister. So she would have had no business meeting me if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Well, I dated a twin for like three and a half, four years. Really? Yeah. So My like, I'm always a twin. Really? Yeah. So I was like, I've. I already know what you look like naked, so technically I know what your sister looks like naked. Oh, that's a... Oh, I never even thought about yeah. that. Same yeah. face, same body. Yeah. Like, it's fucking yeah. weird, right? Like, I've always thought that. About You've twin. already seen it. Yeah. I'm like, I already know what your sister looks like Twinning. Naked. Yeah. Thank you. You just enlightened me. I'm going to... I'm definitely going to say that from now on. Like, <laughs> it's just like, I'm going to think about that. Like, I already know. Like, you don't even have to try to bang your sister. Yeah. Just leave it out there, guys. Save your fucking marriage. You don't have to fuck your twin sisters. You don't have to fuck your si- your wife's twin sister, guys. Just save your marriage. You've already seen her naked. Yep, you've already seen it. She might get better head. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Wells dropping knowledge in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, she might get better head. They might look alike, but they might not fuck alike. <laughs> that's true, yeah. One of you them just, might had, uh, you know. Uh, one might be in the anal. Yeah, that's true. You just never know, bro. That would be good if she was. I can't. I can't lie. Um, this is taking uh, an odd turn, but <laughs> I like to take things in weird places. That sounded dirty. No, we. <laughs> it did. We're gonna. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a fucking podcast. This is what this shit's for. Um, which I really appreciate you coming and doing. By the way, man, this is this has been a this has been super fun. Um, I don't want to. I mean. We can keep going if you want. Okay, how long? I want to plug this though. I got stickers made, so if you guys would like one, um, just contact me on Instagram or Facebook, and then you can have a sticker too. And if you don't live near me or anything like that, and we don't have a possibility of meeting up for me to physically give it to you, just pay me for shipping and handling, and I'll send one to your house for free. So you should do that. If you made it an hour into this fucking episode, you're my only fan. Please fucking email me. It's Johnny Woods Business at iCloud.com. And if you want me to give you more advice on how to not fuck a twin, <laughs> you can get a hold of me at notfuckatwin.com. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you should buy that domain today, Mike. <laughs> not fuck a twin. <laughs> not it's fuck already a twin. taken. Let's look. Hold yeah, on. Not say, fuck, I don't want to Google that. <laughs> Don't want to fucking Google that. <laughs> if your search history ever comes in question, you think that's going to be the one that fucking sticks out? <laughs> Let's be honest with yeah. ourselves. Like, here. oh my God, he's talking about choking me. Not fucking a twin. <laughs> exactly. Uh, They're like, scroll, scroll, not fucking a twin. Uh, it's the one thing. 
<laughs> I fucking stood up. Oh uh, my! Uh, you know what's funny? This is gonna be funny. So I don't normally, I don't really don't watch porn. I actually hate watching porn. It's so old. But I was on Reddit and something popped up, so I clicked on Reddit and it took me to Hugh Porn. Not even thinking, like I was like, that's just fucking weird. So I get out and it was on my Google Pixel, my work phone. So I get out and I put it on my charger, like because on the on the wireless charger it shows you like like certain things. And so on the wireless charger, like on my front screen, it said blowjob queen. Like, oh shit. <laughs> Mom blowjob queen. And I was like, what the fuck is this? That's hilarious. But like there was, it wasn't, nothing was opened on my phone. It was just like a, a one of those pop-ups. That it wasn't even a pop-up. That was the crazy part. It wasn't even a fucking pop-up. I was there like, was what? just porn fucking itself on yeah, your phone. Yeah, it was weird. And like my fiance is like sitting right there and like, she read that like I don't care if she did but like I was just like why is it saying like I'm like looking I'm like internally it was like playing somewhere in your it phone. probably was so the battery was so low I bet yeah. like I was just like fuck that's weird isn't it weird that when your phone gets a, a like a STD from a porno that it actually continues to fuck it yeah like, like it just it literally fucks your phone it does that's why I only it look at it porn watch. on my work phone not my personal <laughs> Ever since Knowledge. I was a, ever since I was a kid, if you have a work phone, fucking look at porn on your work phone. You should. It will ruin that battery. Fucking your your. <laughs> make sure your work pays for your jerk off session. That's exactly exactly. Ever since I was a kid, the first thing I do on any electronic I had, like I would see if I could look at porn on it. That would be like the first fucking thing I would. Like my Sega, my Sega, not my no my PSP. Remember PSPs? Fuck first yes. thing I did. Fucking look at porn on it. You could because the PlayStation would allow you to. You could not on the on the old Xboxes, but you were you could on the what PS2 was the first one that had internet. Yeah, browser. yeah. So PS2 and PSP, which were like the same gen, you could see porn on there. I dude, I remember dial-up porn. If we're being honest, you're not much older than me. You had to. You were a dial-up kid too, right? Yeah, but I never really watched videos though. Like I never really was. Did you get there. DVDs or mags? No, no, I wasn't into any of that. Man, I really wasn't big into porn. Really? Yeah, it was really weird. I've never really been big into it. Like I was. I'm not into it now as an adult, but as a kid, I I was. I had. I, mean, I got a lot of. I it. feel like as a kid, you dabble because like that's like you got to hide. You're it. gonna find. Yeah. I remember what I remember walking coming home one time and you could like see into like like if you looked in the kitchen window randomly like saw a corner like you could also see the computer screen like how the thing was set up and so like I got off work I was like 16 17 oh. got off work and out of the corner of my eye I see fucking just tits bouncing on the fucking fucking computer screen I'm like what the fuck so I go in there. I open up the door, get in there, and then there's my brother, completely obviously not there anymore. Like oh, he's sitting at the com- at the computer, like watching something else or something like that. And I was like, "You motherfucker!" You His work. heart is racing. He's just like, yeah. "Hey, hey, bro, why do you have a hard on playing Minesweeper? You got <laughs> to be good at hiding that shit. shit. You do, bro. You you got to find a fucking good place for your videos or your magazines, and you got to. I used to stuff mine like under the mattress, where I would like. Stick them in some jeans in my closet that I wasn't. I'd fold them up. Like I literally used to have crushes on girls. This is creepy. I'm gonna share this. I would have like you know. I, I was like committed even when I was younger. Like if I found like one hot chick in a porno mag, I would just like, you know, I would just get rid of the magazine and I'd be like, I just wanted this chick. 
you know, and I would just like keep those pictures of that particular photo shoot. <laughs> I was like, that'd be my girlfriend for like a month until I like ruined it. You know what I mean? Until I came on it so much. Oh God, I didn't want to say that, but yeah, until I just fucking just ruined it terribly. And uh, I don't know if you ever come on something to where you can't it eats the paper. <laughs> to where you had to get a new Your girlfriend. Your kids literally eat her alive. <laughs> Oh shit! It's like a bunch of fire ants on a fucking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so disgusting. It's I was, like the worst. I was never in the porn, man. I never got into it. I never really watched it when I was a kid. I don't um, watch it anymore. Every gray now and then. Do you remember? Um, uh, what was it? Scrambled porn. Yeah, like on your like if you could tune in in between channels. Yeah, that's when they were switching from like cable boxes to like digital boxes. Yeah, yeah. in that so, era. Dude, we well, had a how lot of changes. I'm 30. Yeah, so yeah, you're you're in the same. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're like the same era, but we had a lot of changes in technology. We saw not we saw like nothing, and then also everything. everything yeah. yeah, we went from like fucking from fucking I don't like the Sega, the well, Sega, the Nintendo, the original Nintendo, or even the Sega 8 bit to like Mac. We do you remember Max when we were a kid? They put mm-hmm. the, the ones in our in the school, huge and like different colors and yes, everything. Exactly. Remember that. Fuck. God, that was man. like the second gen max. Technology has came a long fucking crazy way. Well, now, I mean. So is Madison in, in our generation. Oh, fuck. Last Madison. 30, 50 years. Oh, absolutely. Can you imagine? I think, I, I think in like the next 20, 30 years, they're going to cure cancer. And I think, um, in that also time frame, um, they're going to have the ability to live. You're going to have the ability to live past 150. Yeah. I think, I don't know. It's like, you look at the way people take care of themselves now, like properly and eat stuff. I think like, like when you're like 70, you're going to look like you're 30. Does it's that a make good sense? possibility. Yeah. No, someone told me I looked 25 the other day and I was like, shut the fuck up. But somebody look, told me I look like a rapist. The other <laughs> <laughs> Does that happen often? They're like you fit the description, sir. We, uh, you're like, I don't, it's not my fault I shave this mustache and wear fucking aviators everywhere <laughs> with my collar up and shit while I'm jogging. Just because my dick's out doesn't mean... <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm going to rape you. Just don't stare at it, lady. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Oh, man. That's now, awesome. I, that, the stuff's going to change in 30, 20, 30 years easy. It's it's going to be insane. I also think, though, this, this is how fucking crazy I, I'm going to get. I think, here's my theory... I think all these viruses, like, because, I mean, if you don't believe in, I don't know if you believe in global warming or not. Some people don't. Some people do. It's hot out. Yeah. It's, it's like so almost 60 in February in it's Ohio. It's over six, It was 63 today, That's wasn't fucking, it? I think we had our winter last, I think our winter was a week. Yeah, exactly. I think um, it's over, bro. People are expecting a frost. I think it might be done. Um, my thing is, I think this was, it's going to happen. It, you know, the, viruses get created to wipe people out and that type of stuff. We got the flus on it. Like, the Earth itself is a living organism. At what point is the Earth going to be like, okay, like, and just release something? Why wouldn't it? Yeah. You know what I, Does that make sense? What if we are that something? I, honest to God, is, I think the human, the human race is a disease. Yeah. And the first time I noticed it was when I saw somebody cough. Or, no, it was cough, and then, like, 20 feet away, another person coughed. I was like, dude, we're just cells. We're cells, and then fucking, like... Some f- connect, and some don't. And then the Earth is, like, 
I don't, I don't know how the, the science works, but like the cells and the earth is like one big, like something. And then black holes are like fucking veins. And then this entire thing is just one big fucking person. And then the fucking, it's weird. But like we are self cell, we are a disease that destroys everything. Like when is the, when has human race ever really helped the earth? Never. We only what we do is actually we change our history every couple thousand years to so we don't remember all the mm. shit we fucked up, and we try to start over and we fuck it up again. Yeah. Oh man, this is getting deep, dude. Dude, that's true though, bro. We we that are rings very true. We we are literally a disease. I don't. Uh, this is the way I've always viewed it. But. I I know. I appreciate that that input. I I've also thought that same thing from time to time because we. We take shit from all over the world and we come over here and we like move it around and we morph it into different looking substances and different materials and we slap it on the wall or we paint with it or we make glass out of it. None of this shit belongs, really. It's not original. Mm-hmm. We come and we're like, I don't like this. Why don't we fucking, why don't we erect buildings and why don't we fucking, what do we drive around? Because my legs, I'm not, I'm not good with this. Like we're, we're something that doesn't really belong in this environment and for whatever reason we, we tend to adapt and make it likable and livable for for our situation for this human body. What if aliens do exist? Like even if you look at it from a mathematical perspective, they say we can. I think we can only track like three percent of the 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 universe. So within that three percent, there's one like planet with life on it that we know, and that's us. It's intelligent life. So logically speaking there'd have to be two other planets with intelligent life like us. But what if aliens exist and their whole goal is to make sure we don't planet, go from planet to planet, because they realize that every planet we destroy, we take their resources. Like every planet we get on, we, because that's all we're doing to the earth is taking all the resources it has. Like we're using its water, we're using the trees and everything like that. We're completely stripping it from itself. And realistically, the Earth is kind of fighting back with climate change in a way. Like, it's fighting back in a weird way. <clears throat> yeah, not just climate change, but I think that... You ever see the movie The Happening? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. with Mark Wahlberg, where, like, the plants were, like, putting off endotoxins and mm-hmm. making people kill themselves. I think stuff like that goes on, too, in nature that we aren't really aware of with animals and with people as far as making our livestock sick and... Things like that. The Earth gives us diseases too. It like exactly. it definitely it definitely has a, a pushback and even more with this weather recently things have been crazier than ever. Seventeen tornadoes one night. Think about this, bro. Think about the earth like a room, right? And like if you get just you and I in here, it's very comfortable. But if we fucking fill this thing up and we keep it the same temperature and have the same amount of water, we have the same amount of weed and we can't share with everyone. Yeah. Think resources are gonna run out and we're gonna be hot as fuck. It's gonna be sweaty in this bitch, elbow to elbow. That's what the earth is. Like mm-hmm. it's that we're at a boiling point. Yeah, no. Literally. No pun intended. We are literally at a boiling point. Yeah. And no, I don't think that's why I kinda hate older not all old people. I don't hate old people, but old like most older people don't like that don't believe in climate change, that shit. Because they don't have to fucking live it for the next... They're maybe here for five, ten years, maybe, average. Like yeah. They don't have to live with it. Like, I'm afraid to have kids because I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, I don't see the world lasting any longer. Yeah. 
because we're completely destroying it. Man, trust me, I feel, I feel, you know, kind of bad for the next generation, my kids, and and even their kids do because shit is weird right now, and we don't really know where all this is going, like all this technology and all this, all this global warming shit. But I don't know, man. Things are, things are weird right now. The Earth is in a fucking, in a strange place. I'm glad that we get to be alive for it. Like I, I, I'm thankful that we get to witness it because whatever it is is very interesting. Oh, it's very interesting. Absolutely, it's a cool time to be alive for sure. And we're about to have five G released are. everywhere, and five G is insane when it comes to downloading speeds. But like, I don't know. I feel like the world's at the world's at a tipping point. I've always felt like that. Like, like I said, we had 17 tornadoes hit us in, like, one night. Like, there was 17 in Dayton. Like, that never fucking happens. You know, we have fucking, it's 63 in February. 63 in February in Ohio. Like, it's, it's, what blows my mind is I remember, I'm only 34. I remember when I was, like, 12, so 22 years ago. When we actually it snowed a lot in Ohio, and now it's like in Dayton, Ohio, and now it's like we've had a uh, dusting twice in the last couple of years, even right? I mean, it's uh, been nothing. There's been no real big snow in a while. Kid, like it's fucking bizarre. Like yeah. that's so weird. Yeah, the Midwest is known to get hit with winter storms every year, you know, up until recently. Which I don't mind, but it is peculiar, and it does leave you to wonder, you know, where is this going to leave things like our wildlife and our ecosystems uh, and things that are accustomed to this. that. But but at the same time... Well, we got crops and, like... Just like people, man, the earth is very resilient, and so are the animals, and I think that, yeah, you know, we'll have to adapt, man. We'll have to make new crops in the future. New animals will be created. We're doing a lot of fucking shit with genetically modifying organisms and stuff now too that I don't really understand like the science on but I do know that we're changing up the foods that we eat and the body is probably not ready for that if that makes mm-hmm. sense that makes perfect sense that makes perfect sense yeah the body isn't how do we adapt well not only that like over time like we've gotten bigger as a species yeah so that's true too yeah so can you imagine like I think when Abraham Lincoln was considered tall and he was like five ten or some shit like that. Okay. Now tall, I think, is like six, like six four. Right. Yeah. Imagine like another like five thousand years tall would be like seventeen five, <laughs> like seventeen. That'd be so fucking crazy. People would just be standing up in the clouds, bro. You, I mean, it's weird. You see all those like fucking those temples and stuff on ancient aliens. How they're like huge and like the huge statues of like bigger people yeah. next to smaller people. It's weird. It's not just bigger people because if it was just bigger people, it wouldn't be no big deal. And if it was just statues of smaller people, it's no big deal. But when you put them together in the same scenery, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like there might have been a point in the history where we already were big as fuck because they talk about that in the Bible, right? Like David and Goliath and all that, all that jazz. I don't, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know how David and Goliath work, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I get the story, but I don't know. Like, basically, it was a story of a giant man, yeah. right? And the kid defeated him with a weapon. Yeah. But it's like, there was there was real giants at one point. They could, 
I think this could be the possibility. Like, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not like versed in science or anything, but in my head and like my intuition, we were probably regular humans were probably mating with these giant people. And then like eventually the genes like bred together well. And now we're more average. We're more closer to the middle of what the big and the middle, you know what I mean? We see that thousand, a couple, two, a couple thousand years later, we're more like, uh, we're probably the perfect being of what those two could have been. You know what I mean? Like, if you slice that in half a million yeah. fucking times, now it's somewhere in between. Like, definitely the averages went up for shorter people, but it also went down for taller people. It, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, I, I get what you're saying. I'm blazed, but I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like, though, if we were, like, some hybrid creatures of, like, some mini little fucking hairy earth goblins mixed with some giant <laughs> tall, hot alien dudes, you know... And they were fucking started fucking, bro. And then they started making people. Yeah, it would take a long time. Like oh yeah, I mean, yeah, a couple thousand years to to make us dope like this, to make us fucking jerk off, jerk off on our phone, to the internet, yeah, on our work phones. That's basically what we've been able to do as a society all this we've time. We've come so far as a society. We've come so far as a society. <laughs> the greatest thing we can do. Is Snapchat Premium? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how far we've come as society. Follow my Snapchat Premium. premium. <laughs> That's how far we've come as society. We've gone from like fucking the wheel to Snapchat Premium. Snapchat is the new pimp. I don't. It's, that's what it is. You don't have to pay a big guy named fucking Mike anymore to fucking hold your money at the end of the do- You know what I mean? At the end of the night, sissy, you could just get Snapchat. Snapchat. Just Get you a premium account. Is that illegal? Or how, I know it's definitely going on, and people are making money. But do you think that's illegal? How's that work? They're not claiming taxes on it. Yeah, that's why it's illegal. I mean, like you can fucking you can sell porn. Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, like, is it technically porn? I don't know. It's art. Everything's art. Mm. That's an interesting question. What is porn and what's art? There's a fine line. I think it's probably. You taking donations for your artwork? <laughs> you know, is that what it is? He's just like the way that I put this filter. That's not artwork. Yeah, but look at the filter. <laughs> look at the filter. It's fucking beautiful. Fuck filters, fucking, <laughs> fucking filters. Oh man, that's what makes it cool. I look like shit without those filters. <laughs> I look I like filters. still me <laughs> yeah. with the filters. It's like, what is this? Oh my god! God, I would have just stared at myself in the mirror for hours if I wanted to look like that. Oh God! I need filters. These filters. I'm so glad I don't date anymore because <laughs> I couldn't imagine dating now. Like, yeah, it filters going on. <laughs> oh, dude, trust me, I'm a fucking. I have been catfished a couple of times, and it's not cool, bro. I just try to really just try to meet people in person, and that's really hard too. So I just don't meet a lot of people. I mean, I have friends, but I just don't. It's it's crazy, bro. I choose not to chase it. I chase comedy, but. It's definitely a weird time to be alive. <laughs> it, my problem is, too, every time I meet someone, I make a joke about them, and then, like, that's what I get out of the relationship. <laughs> that's fucked up. Just... <laughs> <And then> I... <laughs> Can you imagine how ugly the first person looked to have to make a filter? 
Yeah, it probably wasn't even for somebody's face. It was for like a fucking beautiful sunset. And some girl named Emily someday was like, you know what? I think I'm going to put this on my ass. (laughs) Oh, God. Shit. Oh, shit. Fell off. I know. We're falling off, guys. My fucking, my mic fell. I think, I think what it is, is the first person was like, wanted to make their pancakes look really, really, really good. And so they were like, all right, let's just fucking do this. What do you think about people who, what do you think about people who post their food? Because I post I my think food and I'm a douchebag. I feel it, like a douchebag. I think like everybody posts their food's douchebag, but I've also done it before too. See, that's the, that's the weird thing. It's well, like, like if I see some good fucking tacos, like I'm like, I'm posting these fucking tacos. Like it's just like seeing someone at Walmart. You're like, Oh, we're not supposed to talk about this, but <laughs> neither one of us are supposed to be doing this. Either. You guys lock eyes. Like, fuck, yep. fuck. We never saw each other here. See you here. You didn't see me here. Walmart's like the alcohol's anonymous of shopping. <laughs> like you're like, you're there. You don't talk about it, but you're there. Like I just happened to be in the industrial district the, this <laughs> evening, leaving work, and I had to stop by this fucking, uh, what is it? It's the fucking, isn't like the New World Order? Isn't there a conspiracy about Walmarts being involved with the New World Order? I have no idea. Okay, good. Are you a conspiracy theorist at all? I mean, I believe, no, I'm not really a conspiracy theorist, but I believe fucking Epstein didn't fucking kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a conspiracy, I guess, right? Well, there's been... I mean, like, fucking, I think JFK, I think that's real. I think JFK, I don't believe in the 9-11 one. There's been a few people who fucked with the Clintons and died, so... Oh, yeah, I think definitely, like... <laughs> can't really doubt that one. Yeah, I'm, like, sitting there, I'm like... I think, what did Monica Lewinsky be dead, though? No, I mean that was his girl. They probably had some sort of arrangement. Who knows, bro? Just like Kim, like I mean, I believe so. She's my, like the Kim K of the White House. I really want to know, like, who fucking killed JFK. That's what I really want to know. We probably killed him, bro. That doesn't make any sense, but probably right. But it never makes sense, and we don't know what's going on behind the scenes or what kind of fucking buttons he was pushing in the White House. His family came from the mafia. Yeah, I mean, he was a he was a you know he was a really intelligent kid and he was educated, but he was you know he was involved with gangsters for sure, bro. And the fucking you don't know what they were doing. We really don't. They were playboys. They were big time oh, millionaires. So they could have been. I mean, but so was George Washington and everybody else who came over here on a fucking boat. They were wealthy people who came over here balling and building properties and land and starting businesses and starting governments and. I think that's all the Kennedys were too, but they were a little too close to the people. Some some kings are too loyal, bro, and uh, they set an example, bro. I, I, there's all kinds of conspiracies about what happened, whether he was gonna expose secret societies or whether, you know, he was too far deep with the mob and his family was too far in debt with the mob. There's so many questionable events that were going on in those times and not a lot of documentation. Like Why? We have today. And the thing is with him, I just don't think it was Lee Harvey Oswald that killed him. Like I think. He was there. I think Lee Harvey Oswald was there. Obviously, I think he might have shot, yeah, he but he there. wasn't the only one involved in everything. That's the, that's the thing I'm like. And just like the whole Jer- Jeffrey Epstein thing, you're like, yeah. Someone he put f- the rifle in his hands for sure. And, well, the Jeffrey Epstein thing, I'm like, yeah, like this is completely like, oh, they got no fucking film, no fucking like, you guys happen to walk away. <laughs> yeah. Type thing, and he's dead. Like, hmm. After he would, yeah, and after he would have fucking ratted on so many, not saying he would have flipped, but 
he had so much information on so many. You can say it was the Clintons. You could say it was a bunch of people that wanted to be dead. You could also say that someone walked in that cell and they said some fucking photos of him doing something down. They said some photos of his kids doing something down. They said, Jeffrey, kill yourself. Oh, yeah. Get this over with. Right? You know, and anybody who works in those prisons, if a government official tells you, walk the fuck away, turn the cameras off. And they're they're higher ranking than you. You do what you do. I do that at my job, and I don't work for the government because you're decompartmentalized at some level or another. We all are. So that's also a possibility. But <coughs> yeah, he could have fucking been murdered. Also, they could have suicided him. I think the government does that all the time. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he was gonna kill. I don't think. The thing is with him. I don't think he purposely killed himself. I guess I could. I I what I could see someone- them. They were like kill yourself or this is what's going to happen. Yeah, what if they showed him pictures of his family? No, and that, that that's what I'm saying. He wouldn't have done it without that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He did not was like, oh, I don't want to take these charges. That's we don't know fine. what went on in that cell that night for sure. But Oh, yeah. we know what went on in that cell. Well, he died. He died. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's all we know. <laughs> that's all we fucking know. That's true. I don't know. I just That's the only conspiracy. Like, I, don't, I think we landed on the moon. You do think we went? Yeah, I don't. Do you think, think the footage was from us actually going, or you think no, that I was, think that was made up? That way we could show people what was mm-hmm. up. Basically. I really do think we went to the moon, though. We just didn't have good enough technology at that point. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Um, I think that um, I don't think nine eleven was inside job. What are other some major conspiracy theories? Uh, what are some other major ones? You think that terror? I mean, I definitely think terrorists drove. Whoever the fuck did nine eleven was a terrorist, regardless of where they live or what country they worked for. Oh yeah, the thing with nine eleven is that there'd have to be so many people involved to make that happen. Uh, I mean, a lot of people get involved in a lot. I know, but uh, not uh, people, have a lot of people organized to go to a soccer game. You're, gonna, you're talking about thousands of people that had been involved, like with planning, because they they're talking about planning bobs on the inside, right? Yeah, but not many people had to be involved in that part of it. All you had to do is be smart, and when you have the plan for the future, bro, and you uh, you run everything and you have all the money. You get to know what's going to happen in six months and what's going to happen in a year. Well, and you can say, oh, this is the day that everybody on this floor that works for us is just going to happen to be on vacation. Those people don't even have to know. Well, my thing is, though, too, is, like, people will think, like, the plane shouldn't, like, the how the how the fucking things collapsed, right? Yeah. It shouldn't collapse the way they did. My theory, my thing is on that is, like, when the plane hit. On the other, was, what about that other building, though? Yeah, that I, I do think that's weird. Super weird. Um, but when the plane hit, everything shifts. Does that make sense? Like your weight distribution shifts. So the building could have fell because it was very tall. Yeah, I could see it's like someone punched me in the head. I could easily fall as tall as I am. But uh, I'm not a building with fucking steel beams in the ground either. But I just think it's too many people would have had to been involved with that in order for it to happen. Mm, I don't know, man. I can't say either way. I've. I've heard both sides of the story. This is obviously an older topic because we. It's been a while since like I've studied those videos or anything like that mm-hmm. to kind of be able to say one way or the other. But I would hate for it to have been us. Oh um, god, that'd have been fucking. But I also know what humans are capable of. Yeah, I know that people cheat and they lie and they steal all the time. And if you know. Some people are fucking are sick, 
and they're power hungry and they want money and they want changes in society and they need certain ideas to be implemented. And that would have been a pretty good way to do that with that that particular topic. Oh, I mean, that would open up a ton of avenues to do whatever at that point. Uh, basically, you can control, they control the internet now basically because of the, the, uh, what's the bill that passed like right after that? Patriot, the Patriot Act. Yeah, yeah. So basically they can they control all surveillance in the internet. That's well, what my thing is on the Patriot Act though is like, did you not think they had that and stuff on you anyways? Like ever since you were a kid. Yeah, but now, now they can use it on you and it's, it's fine. The thing is, if you have nothing to hide, like they're Everyone not gonna have something to hide. Well, I don't I mean like porn history. I don't even give a fuck about my porn history. Right. Now that weed's legal, I don't have anything to hide. Well, I've been buying it for years. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't. Well, my can't thing really is like, if, like I don't if the government's gonna look at my shit, I I don't I'm like, okay, fine, cool, look at my stuff. Like like I'm not doing anything wrong. Like yeah. Right. Like, Mostly just porn, I think. I don't want anyone in I don't know. And like some, you're right though People change Like the shit you write on Twitter now And the shit you looked up on Pornhub 10 years ago Are very different Right It's like the shit that we used to do Is different than the shit that we do today We're all different people all the time We're changing So Yeah Maybe you're right Fuck them It doesn't matter Look at my porn history Would you <laughs> So I mean like How did we get here There's gonna be a big gaps in my porn history They'd be like What the fuck you yeah. must have been bored this day. It's like, why did you erase all history ever? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I've had to do that. Uh, I didn't have to. But. <laughs> what time is it? It's pretty late, bro. Um, yeah, get the fuck this out is of. this is my longest podcast ever. So it was Don Smith. It was over a little over an hour. So this one has been almost an hour and a half, bro. What? Thanks for coming. Yeah, dude, this has been fucking awesome. Uh, I'll let you know when I post it. It takes a little bit of time, about a month or so, um, to get these out. But, yeah, dude, thank you for coming and sharing your story. And I hope you guys follow Mike uh, and follow this this podcast. Subscribe for more episodes every week. And uh, hit that little bell icon right there at the bottom of the video. That way you can get notified every time I release a new episode. Hit the bell icon. Hit that bell icon and give this video a thumbs up, guys. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, you are either a madman or one of my ex-girlfriends who are fucking stalking <laughs> me. So thanks for checking out <laughs> Mike's life. You've been awesome, buddy. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me.